Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. There are a lot of TikTok videos going up these days of people who are nostalgic for the early days of quarantine. (laughs) Didn't I say this? I said this a while back. We we are going to pine for these days because we just can't stop complaining about everything. One of them says, it was so fun and we were all complaining. Right. We'll look back now and go, oh. It's like I said, if it ended this weekend, by Monday, we'd be so pissed that we had to get in the traffic and drive to work. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about that for me. I mean, I, I really want to get out and about, and there are times I'm just absolutely frustrated and tired of it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it has been such a quieter year mm-hmm. in, in our lives. Like, normally, we were running ragged with hockey and sports and left, right, and center going everywhere. I wonder if, in, you know, a couple of years from now, I'll be like, man, I, got, I want a year off again. Probably. Sooner than that. <laughs> Honestly, for me, I think probably Easter will come and go as Easter came and went last year. But I'm already dreading Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, and, and I think you know, what it boils down to for a lot of people is we don't necessarily want to go to all of these things. We just hate that we're told we can't. Right, right. Yeah. Guy was so bored during quarantine, he built an entire video store in his basement. He even built a little adult film (laughs) section behind the counter. That's great. (laughs) Tell me he's got the saloon doors. I hope he does. Vaxies is the new term for vaccination selfies. Okay. People are posting them after they get their vaccination. And yes, there's a huge trend on social media for vaxies. Right. Yeah. And well, and part of it. Is the humble brag of it all, mm-hmm. too, right? We yeah. love to brag. I got mine. And we can't brag we're on vacation, so instead no. we're bragging. Showing our needle holes. <laughs> we're in a doctor's office. More than half of people say they think they'll still wear a mask in public after the pandemic is over. Eh, you know what? When this thing is done and it's uh, 42 with the humidity, I don't think it's <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a, a stuntman in Chatsworth, California, sat in a pool of bean dip for 24 hours as a stunt to save his favorite Mexican restaurant from going under during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, good on him for being loyal, I guess. The Philippines have banned public displays of affection to try to curb the spread of COVID. Wow. Which is odd because you think if you're giving your wife or your children or a family member who's in your bubble a kiss, that's fine because right. you're in the bubble. Yeah, well, the bubble thing burst a little while ago. And, and I guess if you can't tell, <laughs> right. go to the red light district. Well, that's true. I mean, look, if, if a couple's kissing in public and showing affection... They're not married. (laughs) (laughs) You know they're not married. (laughs) No married couple shows affection in public. There's no fluid transfer at all. No, hasn't been in years. Three quarters of us say they're ready to go on a trip in the next few months. About half say they want to be vaccinated before they go. I saw a picture of uh, someone on Facebook, a friend of mine, who who has traveled. I think they're in the States somewhere. Oh, yeah? Uh, you look at it, and you're like, wow. It's it's like they went to the moon. Yeah, what is that? Right. Disneyland? <laughs> what, is that? <laughs> what is that, sunshine, and you're in a t-shirt? Grand Canyon? <laughs> is that Mars? <laughs> yeah. I know some people who have uh, homes in southern states, and they've gone down for the winter. Uh-huh. Yeah. The prime minister of Thailand sprayed reporters with hand sanitizer to try to get them to stop asking tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, (laughs) you ask me one more question, you're getting the squirts.
we set the clocks forward this weekend. Did it mess you up? How many people, and it's always the strangest thing when I hear people say this or read about people really struggling with the time change, whether it goes back an hour or forward an hour, it really seems to throw a lot of people for a loop. And I know it must be a thing. I mean, I hear of car accidents and all sorts of shenanigans that go on in kind of the first 24 to 48 hours after the uh, time change. But for the life of me, I've never quite understood how or why. I guess it even screws up people's sleep. And so now there's all sorts of uh, advice on how you can, you know, battle through it, get exercise, skip the extra cup of coffee today, don't eat dinner late, don't drink too much that night. <laughs> How'd that go? No. <laughs> I had uh, I had less time to drink, so that really uh, caused a problem because I, mean, I lost the hour. I guess I can understand in the fall when you when you fall backwards, right? And all of a sudden it gets darker that much earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, you know maybe car accidents in terms of pedestrians are still out and about walking home, and it's dark. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, like yesterday, I I, I don't get it. Uh, do these people not travel? <laughs> you go yeah. from one coast to the other, it's mm. three or four hours difference. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, if you've traveled, can screw you up for a day or two. Sure, we've all suffered from jet lag, yeah. yeah. And, and But, you know, the people who are complaining about this are probably the same ones who are sitting there watching a Leaf game at 7 o'clock from Vancouver mm. going, come on, guys, <laughs> get it together, you're pros. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, and I'll, and I'll hear people say, you know, it's 2 o'clock already? was just one an hour ago yeah that's that's how this works <laughs> that's, that's how it works. this is how this works <laughs> I, I guess last night yeah is, you know when 10 o'clock hit i went oh wow it's already 10 mm. o'clock but of course you know the whole day had gone by at that point yeah like even you know yesterday morning i get up and i roam around the house and i switch whatever clocks or microwaves you know, stove tops need adjusting i'll have to go find the manual in the car because i can yeah, never remember year to year on on how to change that <laughs> I have to go to go to the mechanic. Uh yeah. Can you can you switch the time on my clock, please? Rotate the tires and change yeah. the clock. I'll bet you there's people who do that. Probably. I'll bet you someone who calls their mechanic and says, "Can I bring my car in? I got a problem. What? You need to adjust the time to daylight savings." But it, part of it is because we're spoiled by technology in the sense that there's so many things that change automatically mm-hmm. now, right? You don't have to go search for it in your phone. It just updates on its own. TVs the same thing now. So to find clocks that don't mm-hmm. update automatically uh, and people are probably complaining if your car doesn't do it on its own now. Uh, but it's funny because our microwave is one where for some reason it's got this feature where you can like leave a voice message in it. I don't know who the hell is using their microwave to leave messages to each other. Yeah, but, that's bizarre. But but like an answering machine, it'll tell you like the time and date that it was left. So every time you have to change the clock, you have to change the time and the date as well. Mm. Which means, you know, it's a few more buttons to click. Yes, but it's also tougher to sync mm. because you want the microwave and the oven oh, saying the exact to. same oh, yeah. thing. My right? OCD will not allow those numbers. <laughs> so do you wait a minute until it goes around and you click yeah. exactly? Yeah, spot on. Yeah. yeah. But then my microwave has two steps to get out and get it running. And I always forget the last step. And then I look back and ah, <laughs> damn, screwed it up again. Oh, yeah, I'm even that way. So we have outdoor light timers. Yes. And, and so the, our timers are old. They're not ones where you can just set in and you got to wait till the top of the hour. So I'll, I'll be like, oh, I got it now. I got to have to move them ahead, of course, because it gets dark uh, later. 
don't want the lights coming on too early. And so I will wait till that like second. I'll be in the garage on my phone in the minute, like say 2 p.m. hits. Then I'm boom, boom, boom <laughs> on the timer to make sure it's exactly. Yeah, I got problems. I have a problem. <laughs> I'm just intrigued with this whole microwave microphone thing and voicemail. Like I've never seen this. So what it, would you? What, what would you put in it? You know, just a reminder, don't put the cat in here. Or <laughs> yeah. I assume that it's for people, you know how they like they have fridges with TVs and sure, all that stuff. stuff on it, right? I assume maybe it, it, it was sold as a feature that, uh, hey, if you need to to leave a message instead of writing it a note right. on the uh, on the kitchen counter you can leave a message on the microwave here's a reminder i don't want my dinner cooked in the microwave again <laughs> we have a stovetop <laughs> oh dear there's more to dinner than just microwave popcorn I'll just leave a message hey ma don't burn the meatloaf so the Grammys were last night, and I totally forgot all about it. Although I normally don't watch the Grammys because, for the most part, I uh, I have no interest in most of the artists, and and that's fine. I I understand that uh, my age range is kind of past a lot of that. It's funny though that I see people on uh, social media getting all up in arms when you've got Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion doing that WAP song. Mm. Uh, it's not it's not meant for you. I mean, it's funny that people get so bent out of shape about where music is at right now when you're not a part of that demo that they even care about anymore. Right, yeah. What, you know, the fact that someone posts, boy, oh boy, Helen Reddy would roll over in her grave or this isn't how Carly Simon would do it. Well, no. <laughs> no. Because Carly Simon's 65 years old now. I'm probably older. Anticipation <laughs> is hoping she can get to a bowel movement. <laughs> She's more likely to write plop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would watch that thing and I go, well, that's, that's, you know, that's, I guess, entertaining on some level. Like, who cares? Right, yeah. Well, and it's funny. I often say the worst thing about being a parent is when your parent, when your kids make you feel like your parents. Right. Right. And, and, and this is very similar because I'm sure when our parents were watching the, AMAs or Grammys or whatever the heck it was along with us, mm. you know, and, you know, if I was watching GNR mm. or Aerosmith, my dad was going, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. You know, why does he need scarves on his microphone in order to sing a song? But he wasn't up in arms and offended by no. it all. You know, the, the, it, it, that offensive, you know, people didn't get offended by things yeah. the, the way they do now. You know, and I'm sure people say the same for like Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. We were watching some some YouTube videos with Michael Jackson with the kids uh, on the weekend, and just saying you know back to some of the early performances, like that first Motown one where he did mm -hmm. the the moonwalk. You know, and these were groundbreaking performances at the time. You look at them now, and like oh, it's just a dude dancing with a microphone. Mm -hmm. Well, for all of you people who were complaining about the current way of music is uh, is going and how it's so disrespectful and so horrible and so wrong and just no talent. You got to see some of your favorite celebrities and musicians. It was just during the In Memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> so word started spreading over the weekend that uh, J-Lo and A-Rod have broken up. Right. But they say, no, not yet. We're working through some things. We're on a break. <laughs> <laughs> They've been together for four years. They got engaged in 2019. Uh, this might be the longest relationship J-Lo's ever had.
So they've been engaged uh, a couple years. She married Mark Anthony for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, a quick marriage to a dancer at one point, right? Thoughts and prayers for J-Lo and A-Rod. I really hope these two kids can make it work. It's weird, though, because right away they said uh, that, yeah, there was a there was an allegation that he had uh, he had cheated. Mm. Um, but uh, he denied it. He denied that they even knew the woman. It was some, like, real housewife or mm. something like that who uh, they, she revealed that she had had conversations with a baseball player. Uh, and even she had said, like, you know, hadn't slept with him, but they'd been talking. And uh, I guess somehow that they narrowed down to it would hmm. be A-Rod. Well, all I know, Lucky, and I, I know you know this of me, I believe in love. <laughs> and I believe in these two. These two. <laughs> <laughs> now, you saw something over the weekend that was uh, strange with the Players' Championship. Well, I was watching a little golf, as I'm prone to do, and Lee Westwood, for the second straight tournament, was in the final group and uh, and making waves, not only because he's 47 and still mm. competing, he's never won a major or that kind of major title, uh, and the Players' Championship would be the biggest title of his career. Uh, and so to be in the, in the final group, I think a three-shot lead uh, going into the final round. Uh, but a lot of the talk uh, that was with him was his caddy, right? Who happens to be his fiance. Oh, that's a mistake. <laughs> well, and and Whoa. and I was watching it, going, okay, wow, is this? It, 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 I don't know if I could do that. If, if that, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, I think it's a bad, bad. There's no good that can come out of that. Like it seems to really be working for them. Mm. Uh, he, he's had Helen Story's her name, and, and uh, they've been dating for a couple of years. He, he's had her on the bag, the golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta clarify for the twelve-year-old in you. I bet she <laughs> As is. As I was saying that, I thought, "Oh, Craig's gonna take this the wrong way." Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's had her caddying. Well, he is forty-seven. Forty-seven. Somebody's got to carry that bag. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's sagging. <laughs> so they now, like right away, I said, "Adrian," I was like, "Boy, I, I, I don't know mm. if that's the kind of relationship that you want to have." On the golf bag. For either of them. Right. I mean, look, she says, you know, hey, I think you should use your putter. Oh, you think I should use my putter, huh? <laughs> he says, hand me my putter. She says, you want to take the tone out of your voice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are, there obviously have, have been, you know, great caddy relationships. Right. Uh, throughout the years and ones that have had their troubles. Sure. And, and you know, Tiger, we've seen go through a few caddies in his, his, his like time. Like Perkins waitresses. <laughs> Not as many. Um, you know, but it's because sometimes there's a give and take. There's an argument. The player is the one who makes the final decision, but he needs help or assistance, guidance from the caddy, and they kind of talk it back and forth. Uh, Jordan Speet's a great one to watch and how he and his caddy, Michael Greller, kind of talk back with each other to figure out what they're going to do, mm. right? But it's a lot easier to disagree with each other if you know you don't have to get in the car together and spend the night together right. afterwards, right? You oh, now you want my advice? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't listen to me four holes ago. Time for Teddy Reader for Holinda's Meets. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craigie. Good morning, Lucky. Good morning, Ted. How are you? I'm doing all right. It was excellent to see you on Saturday at the joint as you guys are getting ready to open in April. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. Lots going on out there. Yeah, lots going on. It's going to be a busy few weeks till we get open. Yeah, 
there's a bit of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> there always is. But I'll tell you, as we stood there at the back of uh, the golf course, uh, looking over the uh, the ravine and such, looking over a hole nine at El Dorado, it got me pining for some golf. And Teddy told us that uh, he's planning on picking up the clubs this uh, Come on. summer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't be on a golf course and not, you know, hit a few balls someplace. Yeah. Hit the ball. No, I got to. I got to take up the game. It's been a long time since I played, so uh, you know I'm going to go out and have some fun. It'll be good. <laughs> I thought you Walk swore a lot cooking. <laughs> yeah, well, we're always busy cooking, but you know you got to take a little bit of time for play too. So we're going to we're going to put in a little bit of golf and now, have some fun. Lucky it said he thought you only cursed during cooking. <laughs> now you're going <laughs> to cursing on the golf course. You're going to have to avoid that area. All right. Yeah, I got a few cursed words to say, so you know there'll probably be a club flying, and you know that type somebody of will get hurt. That happens. That happens during golf. You can take an injury. Um, all right. So I was on your Instagram account, uh, Teddy, and you posted a bit of a flashback to a year ago, your last gig before COVID kicked in, and you made something called an inside-out grilled cheese steak sandwich. It looks excellent. Ah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was uh, that was March. I think it was March twelfth when we did that and uh it was for a client of mine that I was doing a uh, a product uh, sampling and tasting we were we were showcasing sauces and marinades to a client so i had done a recipe that came out of my gastro grilling cookbook and it was the inside out uh, grilled cheese steak mm-hmm. and so it's it's essentially you take a grilled cheese and you put a steak on top of it but so you know, what i like about a grilled cheese is that you can put anything you want in between the bread, mm. right? You can mm. have cheese in there. You can put bacon. You can put ham. You can put tomatoes. You can put caramelized onions. You can put every, whatever you want. You can put uh, shredded asparagus if you'd like. Wow. That's fancy. Yeah. You can make up a, a grilled cheese in any way, shape, or form and put it in. If you wanted to put crab meat, lump crab meat on the inside of that grilled cheese, you could do that as well. <sighs> and what we had done with, uh, <clears throat> we had done a, a little bit of a, uh, a rub on the outside of the steak, and we we used for the for that lunch we were doing tomahawks, but you could use any rib steak or any strip loin steak that you wanted to use, season it up the way you like. I put a little bit of my bone dust steak spice on it, but really, you know, a steak all it needs salt, pepper, garlic, that's it, and grill it really rare, and you get your grilled cheese going, and it's all hot and gooey, and when I do grilled cheese uh, at my house and when I'm doing client stuff. I like to get the get the cheese and everything, the, the bread, uh, caramelized and golden in the pan. And then I like to pop it in the oven for a few minutes so that it gets super, super hot and super crispy. And that cheese is melting all the way through, right? You use a little bit of smoked Gouda or smoked cheddar in there. Sometimes a little bit of cream cheese on the inside of a grilled cheese is a pretty good thing, too. Hmm. The cheesier, the better. Yeah, and, you know, it always bothers me when I make a grilled cheese and and I get I cut it open and it's just not melted enough mm. inside because sometimes it doesn't get hot enough in the pan. So I always yeah. end up just tossing it in the microwave for fifteen seconds just to get that cheese bubbling out the side. That's what you want. And so pop it in the oven. Just you know when you're making your grilled cheese, get the oven just a little bit hot and then pop it in there for two three minutes, and it'll just crisp it up and get that center of that cheese all nice and melting. And then the inside steak part goes. You can put the steak on the inside. But I don't, I don't like to mix, get it all cheesy. I just like that steak on top so you can see it nice and rare or medium rare or however you like it. And then slice it up, put it on top of your steak and, and on top of the grilled cheese, and use a knife and fork. 
Go and back. you got an inside-out grilled cheesesteak. I want to take you back to that shredded, shredded asparagus for a second, Ted. How are you doing that? With, like, a cheese grater? No, you just take your uh, vegetable peeler. Oh! And you run it back and forth across the asparagus, and you, you can end up making, like, an asparagus coleslaw if you want. Yep. Hmm. And so when, it's, when you do that, it's so thin, you don't have to blanch it or anything else. And uh, mix it in with your cheese, and you get a little bit of veg in there, too. And it's a great way to, if you got kids that don't eat their veg, it's a great way to hide the veg. And are you eating it raw? You're not cooking it yeah. raw? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nothing okay. wrong with eating raw asparagus. Oh, I, I don't All think the I vitamins have... and minerals are in there. Yeah. Wow. That's a great... And asparagus has been on sale recently. I'm going to try right that now. now. Yeah. And asparagus season is coming up. Uh, another couple months here in Ontario. We'll have fresh Ontario asparagus, and they're so sweet and tender. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for them to hit the grill. Yeah, and when it comes to steak and grilling, there's probably no vegetable that goes better with a steak than uh, than uh, roasted asparagus. It is damn oh, good. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of little. Remember the steak Oscar, steak mm-hmm. asparagus, <laughs> crab meat, hollandaise. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. <laughs> I used to take there's the, something that'll get you going all week long. I used to take the asparagus and I'd grill it and then I'd chop it up into like say uh, half inch bits or a, and then I'd uh, I'd roll it through like uh, goat cheese or whatever and then when I made the steak I'd just smear that across the top of the steak. Oh yeah, that's heaven, yeah. heaven, Teddy. Heaven, we're having a good time. All right, pal. Gotta make it tasty every day. You, you every day. Do. All right. Now, if people want to get a hold of you and talk uh, inside-out grilled cheese sandwiches or anything about, the say, the joint opening up soon or just grilling in general, how do they get a hold of you, Teddy? You're going to find me uh, at Ted Reader Barbecue, uh, the joint, or at Ted Grills, both of those on Instagram, or tedreader.com. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.